Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Veterans Day, Wednesday, November 11th. President Trump emerges in public with an official event for the first time in a week as he continues to try to stoke a five-alarm fire on our democracy. We'll discuss that. Plus, Joe Biden's team is preparing to make its first big staffing announcements this week. Who will be in his West Wing? And finally, it's one week after Election Day. We'll take a look at where the vote count stands in key states across the country. After days and days of continuing to do the most unpresidential thing in American history, that is, not concede an election you lost for the gears of the transition to take place and to reaffirm your commitment to democracy, President Trump actually did something quite presidential today. He showed up in Arlington National Cemetery to mark Veterans Day and pay his respects and therefore the nation's respects to those who have served and sacrificed. As the rain was coming down on Washington, there stood the president of the United States and the vice president of the United States acknowledging the incredibly important role those who serve in the military take on for all of us to protect our freedoms. And that presidential image is not something we normally get from Donald Trump. Obviously, if you scroll his Twitter feed, if you see what he's trying to do with his political allies in these states with regards to the election, it is anything but presidential. But the image he put forth today is precisely what you would expect from your commander in chief. And the fact that he hasn't spoken on camera to the nation, to the public since last Thursday is a pretty astonishing thing for this president who loves nothing more, as we know, watching him over the last four years, to dominate the airwaves with his perspective and his take on things and his ability to provoke and distract Well, he is certainly doing that. His behavior from firing his defense secretary to allowing his aides to have reported out there that he's threatening to fire others like his FBI director or CIA director. His campaign pushing forward with baseless litigation and recounts in states where the results are clear in the election. The fact that he refuses to concede to do the very thing that we as a nation tell all the other nations in the world is required to be a democracy. That is that when somebody loses an election, they acknowledge so, they concede it, and the country moves forward. That's what we export to the rest of the world. Instead, our Secretary of State, hand-picked Secretary of State by Donald Trump, of course, Mike Pompeo, is up there uh, joking about a second Trump administration and that there will be a smooth transition to it. There is not going to be a second Trump administration, at least not a sequential one. Joe Biden is going to be sworn in as president on January 20th, and all that Donald Trump is doing now is harming America's standing in the world as a beacon of a democracy with free and fair elections because of the way he's behaving, because he's a sore loser and doesn't want to concede the election. This behavior also results in some hardworking Americans committed to counting the votes to receive death threats, to actually have their lives in danger, such as Al Schmidt, who is a Republican, by the way, and he is a commissioner in Philadelphia overseeing the vote count operation there. He was on CNN this morning, and here's what he had to say. I think people should be mindful that there are bad actors who are lying to them and they need to turn to people that they trust and to sources of information that they trust 
and not rumors and not nonsense included in lawsuits or anything else like that. No matter what Donald Trump does, no matter what his campaign allies, no matter what his enablers in the United States Senate in the Republican conference are doing, this is what's going to happen, folks. The votes are going to continue to get counted. Each state is going to certify its vote totals. Then the electors for the Electoral College from each state will gather in their state capital on December 14th based on that certified vote from the state and cast their ballots uh, for the presidential candidate that won their state. Then those Electoral College votes are going to head off to Congress and the new Congress in January is going to open them up and tally them up right there on the floor of the House of Representatives and declare Joe Biden the 46th president of the United States. All of that is going to happen irrespective of anything Donald Trump is doing. Anything he's trying to stoke in terms of chaos and distraction is not going to stop that process from happening. Now, here's what else matters today. Joe Biden, you saw yesterday, keenly aware of the tension that exists right now and is trying to lower the temperature in the country. In fact, he believes that's part of the reason he was elected, is to be the opposite of the Trump era and actually just let the temperature go down on these controversies. And so he made it clear that there's nothing that is prohibiting his team from moving forward with the transition right now and that they will continue apace. Today, the president-elect and his wife went to Philadelphia. They, too, paid their respects to America's military and their service and their sacrifice. And we likely won't get more transition news out of them today. But be on the lookout for the rest of this week, because what president-elect Biden has made clear, it's all systems go. He's not going to be derailed by Donald Trump's antics. And so expect to get some potential high-level staff announcements out of the Biden transition this week. Perhaps his White House chief of staff will be the first of those. And all signs are pointing towards Ron Klain, his longtime advisor, So be on the lookout for those kinds of announcements to come forward this week as the Biden West Wing continues to take shape. And finally today, it's been one week since Election Day and the votes are still being counted. Specifically in California and New York, there are tons and tons of votes that are still being counted. But we've, of course, projected those states for Joe Biden. Here's where things stand with relation to the presidential contest. Today, CNN projected that Donald Trump will win Alaska and its three electoral votes. That brings the president's electoral vote total up to 217 at the moment. Joe Biden currently stands at 279. That's why we call him president-elect and why he'll be sworn in as the next president in January. There are three states that CNN has not yet projected a winner yet in the presidential contest. North Carolina, where Donald Trump is leading by more than 70,000 votes and where ballots are allowed to be accepted if they were cast and postmarked by Election Day until tomorrow. The other two states remaining are Georgia and Arizona. In both of those states, Joe Biden holds a lead right now. In Arizona, Joe Biden's lead has shrunk to about 12,000 plus votes right now. There are some 50,000 votes still outstanding in Arizona. We'll see if Donald Trump can make up that ground In Georgia, Joe Biden's lead has grown to over 14,000 votes. The Secretary of State has ordered a statewide recount by hand of all the ballots cast in the presidential contest. His goal is to have that completed by the state certification deadline next Friday, November 20th. We'll wait to see how that process plays out, but there is no recount 
in history that I know of that has overcome that kind of deficit for the losing candidate. A 14,000-plus vote margin for Joe Biden in Georgia is a pretty healthy one. And just one final note on the popular vote. If you look now, Joe Biden has more than a 5 million vote advantage over Donald Trump nationally. It is extraordinary. So uh, this is quite an impressive victory for Joe Biden, despite all the noise you may be hearing around it, certainly less so for Democrats down the ballot in Senate and House races. But Joe Biden's victory, it's a pretty substantial one. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow. When you work, you work next level. And when you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number smart beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high quality sleep every night. Sleep next level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii.